May Fest Daily in the Mert Park, Los Angeles, California. You're listening to Tavis Smiley. All right, calling all Bidwish players, all Bidwish players to the table. Um, so, as I said earlier at the top of our program, I have never, and I do mean never, met any Negro who plays Bidwish who did not tell me that he or she <laughs> is the best Bidwish player in the world. Everybody says that. All this bravado uh, in Bidwish. Uh, and my, my, my view is that all of y'all can't be the best, but watch how this works when I bring Lamont Jones on the line, uh, <laughs> to commence this conversation. Uh, I know Lamont as, as a lawyer, uh, a brilliant lawyer. Uh, uh, he's an author, uh, and a pretty decent guy. Uh, and now he's written this book cause he thinks he's the best bid player in the world. It's called the gist of bid the culturally rich card game from black America. So, again, watch how this works. So, Lamont, how good are you as a Big Wish player? Tavis, uh, I'd have to say that I'm the Michael, I'm the Michael Jordan of Big Wish. I'm the Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, LeBron James rolled into one. I told you, man, I've never met one black person who plays Midwest who doesn't who doesn't offer that same claim. Uh, let me just start by let me start with this. What is it? What is it about black folk and this card game, Midwest, Lamont Jones? It's the ultimate card game, Tavis. I would say that Midwest is to other card games like Whitney's version of "I Will Always Love You" is to Dolly's classic original. Right? Mm-hmm. The excellence of Dolly's original is the foundation. But when you add to that foundation, you know, Whitney's wondrous voice and some additional musicality and some extra soul, you create something really magical. Uh, So as much as I enjoy playing spades, I enjoy harps and euchre and other games from the trump card game family, Bid Whist is sort of a remix of the elements of those games, and it creates something really jazzy and democratic and and something special. And I would say, Tavis, that that's why Bid Whist has been sort of a cultural touchstone in black communities for generations that's why it sort of animates the fight parties and the weekend parties mm-hmm. and the conventions at the NAACP and such. And that's why I think uh, Professor Skip Gates calls it the national black pastime. Yeah. Um, this is a game that has been played by everybody. Uh, to your point, uh, Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall uh, was a pretty good bidwist player. Uh, Michael Jordan, uh, Magic play it. Others play it. Everybody plays bidwist. Um, so let me, let, me just, let me just ask you to break this down. So assume that you're talking to an audience uh, that has some people in it who have never played the game of Bidwist. How would you describe what the game is? It's a partnership game, right? So, so, so what, what we try to do, what I do in the gist of Bidwist is, is uh, pitch it to people who already play Bidwist, yes, but even to people who never played any sort of card games, right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, the key to getting uh, involved and enjoying the reverie and enjoying the smack talk is good, sound card game fundamentals, right? Mm -hmm. The same card game fundamentals you you find in Spades and Euchre and the other games. So we share those in the Gist of Bid with, and we help people, uh, you know, develop their own style uh, for getting in and becoming part of this this raucous bid with community. Mm-hmm. So a, 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 as as the game is played, give, give me, you, you said it's, it, they're teams. Uh, it's a team sport, you said. But give, give me a sense of what the game is and how the game is actually played. Sure. Uh, you, you, you've got two partnerships, right? Okay. Uh, you're, you're, you're playing cards to try to win tricks. Some people call them books to try to win books. Um, and, you know, the, the, best, the best players have strategies that allow them and their partner to figure out, you know, which suits, hearts, spades, 
clubs, diamonds, which suits their particular partnership is strong in so they can run those suits and win tricks. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a partnership card game that's similar to, to games that other people have played, hearts, uh, euchre, et cetera. So if you're playing, a, you're at a holiday party, and you, sure. you you get into a bid risk game, uh, but you're playing with somebody you never played with. As a matter of fact, you just met him at this party. How do these two strangers play effectively together? So in the just a bid risk, you know we we don't teach cheating, right? Right. So the only way you can communicate, <laughs> <laughs> we 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 teach the way to communicate, and the only way you can communicate is by the cards you play, mm-hmm. right? So if 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 I if I uh, start off leading hearts. My partner knows that I like hearts, and I want uh, my partner to lead hearts back to me, and that sort of thing. So, um, good card, good sound card game fundamentals um, are is the starting point, and and that's going to take you far in bid with just as as it would in other card games. So, when you say good sound um, card playing strategies, how does one how does one learn that? Number one, and number two. Um, to be an effective big wish player, I assume you have to have, as you said already, you know, good part, good card playing strategies. But how does one get that under their belt before they sit at a big wish table? How, how do you how do you learn good card playing strategies? Is my question. It's real easy, Tavis. You pick up the gist of bid wish, right? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. We, we, yeah. No, we we, st- we structure it as a guidebook, as a workshop to help people develop the card game fundamentals. But what what people will will find though is that they already know a lot of the basics, right? Mm-hmm. If, I t- if I say, hey, Tevis, you need to follow suit, you know, even if you've never played cards, you know follow suit means play the suit that's already been followed, right? Mm-hmm. People know what, what trump cards are. So they're so, you, you know, the games have been so much a part of the culture that people understand sort of basic concepts uh, even before they sit down at the table. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say start with the just a bit with to strengthen and hone that which you already you, which that which you already know. Okay, so let me go inside the book right quick. I have it in front of me. I've been going through this, trying to uh, prepare for this conversation. Uh, let me let me walk through the book as you lay it out. There are five parts uh, in this book called The Gist of Bidwist by Lamont Jones. And let me just move swiftly through each of these parts and just have you top line what they're going to learn in these chapters or in these parts, as it were. The first part, part one, as you call it, is called Here's the Deal. What, what are you breaking down in Here's the Deal, part one? So in that part, we, we talk about, you know, what makes card games so sticky, so enjoyable. Mm-hmm. You know, what makes them accessible enough that people can go to a party and sit down and begin to play, but also sticky enough that, that, that veterans who already play, you know, become enthralled with them and, and keep playing. So we, uh, we, we, we give you your seat at a special table uh, by telling you, by, by talking about sort of card game basics, card game fundamentals. Okay, part two, bid, whist, twist. Not easy for me to say. Bid, whist, twist. That's part two. What are they learning in that section? So in, in the first section, and by the way, in that first section, we also uh, marshal the argument for why uh, trump card games like bridge, like spades, like bid with are arguably even better uh, than chess, mm-hmm. right? So th- these arguments have been made throughout history, and, and we marshal some of those arguments. Um, once you've got the fundamentals of card games, you know, the lead suit law, the trump suit law, now we turn to some of the twists that make bid with special, right? Some of the, some of the unique factors of, of bid with that help remix 
some of the basic elements of card games. We go into those in, in some detail. Yep. We, we, we'll get to part three when we come forward here in, in, in a second. Uh, but part three starts using language I ain't never heard of. Uh, I am not a Bidwiz player as yet. Uh, but part three uh, is called Let's Play Running Boston's and Sporting the Kitty. Let's Play Running Boston's and Sporting the Kitty. That's like Chinese to me. I have no idea what Lamont Jones is talking about. We'll unpack it when we come forward on Tavis Smiley. Hope, agency, dignity. This is Tavis Smiley. Can you dig it? Come on! Let's get back to more of this rich dialogue with Tavis Smiley. Tavis Smiley, Lamont Jones, the author of the book, The Gist of Bid Whist, the culturally rich card game from black America. We went through part one in the book. Here's the deal. He broke that down. Part two, bid, whist, twist. Went through uh, that part. And now we're at part three of a five-part book uh, that breaks down how to be a great bid, whist player. And this one's called Let's Play Running Boston's and Sporting the Kitty. Excuse me, Lamont? What are you talking about? I like I like it. Hey, Travis, let me say this real quick about part sure. two. Uh, the, the, the twist that, that distinguishes bid, whist from almost every other card game, I call it the knockout factor. Right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, because... Um, you know, in tennis, for example, you can only win a game at game point. You can only win a set at set point, right? Right, right. But compare that to boxing. It doesn't matter what's going on in boxing. A fella can land a knockout blow That's at right. any time. That's right. It's the same, it's the same thing in bid whist. It doesn't matter what the score is. It doesn't matter which side is winning, right? With, with the right set of cards, the right strategy, the right bid, any team can win the game on any hand. And that's what sets it apart from from, from other card games. And we get into that in, in part two on, on Bid Whist Twist. In part three that you mentioned, it, it, it breaks down to this. Anytime you play Bid Whist, really any card game, you're going to be in, you're going to find yourself in one of three roles. Mm-hmm. Either you're going to be the hand leader, the person who's, you know, won the bid and, and leading the hand for that. You're going to be the hand leader's partner. Or thirdly, you're going to be one of the defenders. So what we do in part three is we talk about what your strategic imperatives are in each of those three roles. We break it down for you. We use, uh, uh, you know, examples and analogies from from boxing and football and and such to break it down and and make it plain. Mm, I love the title, though, Running Boston's and Sporting the Kitty, whatever it means. Uh, Part four. (laughs) Part four (laughs) is called Time to Bid. Uptown, downtown, no Trump. Here again, language I don't get. Uptown, downtown, no (laughs) Trump. Talk to me, Lamont Jones. Travis, you, you, the word on the street is that a lot of the lingo from Bidwist comes from the Pullman Porters, right? Oh, we, okay. we know that the, we, we know that the Pullman Porters popularized the game on their journeys across the country. Uh, you know, when people say I'm, "I'm sending you all the way to Boston," you know, the word is that that came from from the Pullman Porters uh, and and their lingo. Running so Boston's, get I get it. Running Boston's, I get it. Okay. Running, absolutely. Um, but. Um, I, so I, I'm not much of a tennis player. I enjoy watching. Uh, but uh, I suspect if someone was teaching a newcomer to play tennis, they wouldn't start by teaching that newcomer to serve, right? right, they, right. They, 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 they'd start with other stuff. Um, we, 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 in part four, when we say time to bid, after you've learned the fundamentals, after you've learned what you're supposed to do in each of the roles, now you have an understanding of what's going on in the game. Now we can get into uh, the imagination it takes to bid and to, uh, to to play your hand that way. So that's what we're doing in, in part four. Okay, part five, basics to brilliance, finding your style and strengthening your bid-wist bonds. 
maybe maybe my favorite part, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because people say to me, hey, Lamont, you've laid out all your little uh, tactics and strategies in the book. How are you ever going to win? Especially if you play me, they might say, right? <laughs> um, and, 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 and it reminds me, Tavis, it reminds me of, of someone you, you introduced me to years ago, Robert Greene, the author of The 48 Laws of Power. Yes. And Robert's 48th law of power is assume formlessness, right? Mm. Because... Uh, the, the 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 best generals, the best boxers, for example, they don't come at you with just one style, right? They've got multiple styles that they can deploy um, whenever it's it, it's it's advantageous to do so. So think about think about Floyd Mayweather and how fluidly you know he moves from defense to offense with mm-hmm. his with his pull counter, um, mm-hmm. and 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 how he deploys what he calls the special effects, right? Mm-hmm. So the best bid with players, they understand the fundamentals that we've talked about in parts one through four. They've mastered those fundamentals, but then they transcend those fundamentals, you know, with their style, with their flexibility, with their creativity. And that's what we're going to equip the readers of the Gist of Bid with to do. All right. Uh, when we come forward, I want to come back to this smack talk. Because um, I've seen black people play all kind of card games. I have never in my life seen or heard as much smack talk as you will hear watching a bid whist game i don't play bid whist but i've watched many many competitions and i just i i I find myself laughing and i i become a commentator i i do what i do right i'm watching a bid whist game and i just start commenting about what i'm watching and it just adds another level of humor uh, to 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 the setting but you talk about some smack talk and i think lamont and i want to get your take on this when we come forward i think that one of the reasons black folk like bid whist so much is the smack talk. We'll talk about it when we come forward on Tavis Smiley. What's your quarrel with the world? You're listening to Tavis Smiley. Sounds different. different. Huh. This, this is Tavis Smiley. Lamont Jones, you are the opening act for Carol Burnett today, so I got to make room for her in about three minutes. But I got a couple more things I want to ask you about right quick. Um, I was saying a moment ago that I ain't never seen smack talk like I've seen in Midwest. Maybe spades. Uh, I was once at a domino game. And I saw a Negro break a table, slapping down them bones. And I thought, I, I thought a fight was going to break out when he broke this person's glass table, smacking them bones down so hard. But Negroes talk a lot of smack when they pay when they play bid whist. Is that a part of it? It's definitely a part of it. You know how we do, Tavis. <laughs> um, I, 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 I would say if, if if the other card games are Twitter, uh, bid whist is black Twitter, right? You, you're going to have the, the yeah. smart, irreverent. Uh, funny, you know, a size that, that really uh, punctuates the proceedings. But here's the thing. I don't want that to get in, way, in the way of the connection, right? I've, I've got a confession, Tavis. I've never really played Scrabble with you because... And, 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 Lamont, and Lamont, you don't, you don't want to either. Trust me. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> but, 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 but what I've come to learn from Bidwist is that as much as I appreciate the competition and the smack talk, I think I appreciate the connection even more, right? Yeah. And, and, and that, was, that was really uh, driven home to me when, when my daughter, Aliyah, was about eight years old. Her mom and I had gone through a divorce. Uh, Aliyah was talking to a therapist who said, you know, have you told anybody about, you know, how you're feeling about your new life? And Aliyah says, I've told my daddy because when I'm with him, we're playing cards. And, you know, in her eight-year-old way, she says, when you're sitting there playing cards, you got to talk about something, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that, 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 that really drove home for me the fact that, you know, bid whist has become uh, an important part of my family dynamic. It, it helps cement relationships with, with friends and colleagues and such. So I, I want that connection 
Uh, I want Big Wiz to be a force for connection as much as it's a vehicle for fun and smack talk and, and, and that sort of thing. As you know, I've known Aaliyah, your daughter, since she was born. Uh, and I was I was tickled. I was tickled in part three, um, section 11, where the title is my best bid mistake and Aaliyah's college application. I couldn't wait to get to that chapter to read that when I saw Aaliyah's <laughs> name on it. And I was tickled when I actually read that uh, that part. So a shout out to your your brilliant daughter, uh, Aaliyah. The book is called The Gist of Bid the culturally rich card game from black America authored by attorney extraordinaire Lamont Jones and pretty amazing bid player. And I, I, I'm not one to brag, but I'm going to take your line, uh, Lamont. Um, you are what you said. You were the, the Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson of bid players rolled up into one. Well, what, that's what you I am. It. That's what I am on a Scrabble board. So you don't want none of this. <laughs> We, we're going to get together and see, my friend. <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I don't want to play Lamont in Midwest, and Lamont doesn't want to play me in Scrabble, but we've been friends for a lot of a lot of years, and I was just thrilled that he finally, as much as I've seen him play Midwest, he finally got around to writing a book about it, and I think you'll be benefited by it. It will improve your game. It's called The Gist of Midwest, the culturally rich card game from Black America by Lamont Jones. Lamont, happy holidays, man. Improve, All the best to you. I'm sorry, say that again. It'll improve, it'll improve your spades game as well. Thank you, Tavis. Love you, brother. Love you, man. Take care. When we come forward, the legendary Carol Burnett on Tavis Smart.